Good morning, good morning, my friends. Good morning, good morning. I am so, so excited. Uh, what, what I want to share first with everyone, for those that don't know me, I'm Maria Mariano, multi-level marketing specialist. Can I say that, Melanie Miller? Multi-level marketing specialist. Uh, I'm so excited because, you know, the, the power of reading, the power of um, hanging out with the right people. I hear somebody's mic. Somebody's moving their papers in my ears. Uh, the power of uh, copying the right cats, okay, um, is so overwhelming when we do it because the results that flow in are simply amazing. So I'm diving into the subject of today. So first of all, if you haven't shared the podcast, I'm telling you right now, Manik, make sure you're sharing it in your team group that's it girlfriend in the messenger discussion group you're like i don't know where you're at on your personal profile like i'm telling you we're going to talk about obstacles today and we're touching laziness <laughs> okay so just the word lazy who do you know that's lazy okay the this is so important before i get going that i'm being very intentional about you sharing the podcast number two if you are on Facebook, we still need you to open up the app like me, okay? If you're on Zoom with me, we still need you to open up the app. And you make sure that even that app is shared because sometimes people like to hear it like a radio station in their ears. The app is there for that. But sometimes they'd rather see it. I, I'm more of the type of person I need to see it, okay? I, I have a difficult time staying focused if I'm, I am to listen to this podcast in my ears only. Anybody else like me? So I'd rather you share me the live on Facebook because now I get to see Maria's face. Let's see, it's not me, right? I get to see Melanie Miller's face when she does that little English accent and she's going like this, you know, like I just love it. It's a whole other dynamic. Number two, after having shared and opened up your Podbeam, what I need you to do is invite your people so you go on the group, Inspirational, the Millionaire of the Diamonds, and I don't need to train you guys. There's an invite button. I need you to go on your profile and invite all your friends to the group. No, Marie-Pierre, Melanie Miller, do we have this? <laughs> I need you to invite all your friends, family, neighbors, and colleagues on your personal profile to join the group Inspirational, the Millionaire of the Diamonds. You're gonna get, you're going to be receiving an amazing document. It's called How to Overcome Laziness, 10 Tips. Maybe there's some people specifically you'll want the tag. Don't you love it? Okay, so that being said, let's dive in. Again, remember, we are in the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and we're in chapter seven overcoming obstacles. So here's what the book looks like for my Facebook friends and for my um, Zoom friends. That's what the book looks like. And again, remember the primary difference between a rich person and a poor person is fear, cynicism. And today we're going to cover laziness. Next week we'll do bad habits on Thursday and our, oh, maybe bad habits and arrogance will do it together. I keep saying that, you know, because I think there's a lot less people with bad habits, like bad habits, alcohol, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll, we'll see. Okay, so today, laziness. Oh, my God, the revelation yesterday when we were re reading. Busy people are often the most lazy. I went, what? I said, what? <laughs> busy people are often the most lazy. Say what? 
oh, what a paradigm shift. And then it, it, it made sense. Yet deep down, they know, like I'm talking to myself right now, okay? Deep down, they know they are avoiding something important. Hello, exercising, okay? Hello, maybe taking care of a, a document with, with the government. Hell, anybody else like me? Come on, guys, okay? I'm not the only one here, but what a revelation to think that I am lazy. This is the most common form of laziness by staying busy. As my friend one put it, as one of my friends put it one day, you're walking fast going nowhere. Lazy people are walking fast going nowhere. They have incredible lists to do. They check off every single thing, but fail to achieve a goal in the day. Oh my God, comes back to Wednesday, Monique, the goalposts on the soccer field. So with no further ado, let's go, let's go directly to Dr. Melanie Miller, who will explain it with more examples. And then Marie-Pierre, <laughs> how to cure this laziness. So take it away, Melanie, my friend. Okay, good morning. Yes, and uh, like Maria, I um, was shocked when I saw busy people are lazy people. Not always, right? All they do is they put off sometimes the things that are most important in life. And um, all of the uh, French people know and the English will know tonight that the schedule is changing. And it occurred to me when the schedule is changing is that have I been hiding behind the schedule as a reason for not doing things? So, um, you know, all of that uh, for me is a big eye opener. And um, I would say I'm a fairly busy person. Um, I do get things done, but often I'm down to the line to get things done because I know I need to do them. Wouldn't it be better to be actually doing them rather than stressing about doing them? So they hide behind being too busy. And I'm, I'm asking all of you, have you done that? Do you complain that you have so much else to do that you can't possibly get to whatever it is that you're meant to be doing? Because we all know in life what are the important things to do. It's just that we seem to put them aside. Maria was talking about uh, exercise. What about health? When was the last time you actually thought about your health? and and what things you need to do to be healthy have you been thinking about how i really should change what i'm eating oh but i really don't have time to work out what i should be eating so i'll just keep doing what i'm doing i'll just eat less but of course you don't eat less you just keep doing the same thing and expecting there to be a change and it's like that about wealth we do not take the time to understand wealth because we tell everybody we're too busy. I don't have time to listen to a, a podcast about the uh, stock exchange. I don't have time to listen to what's best to buy in the real estate market. I've got to make money. Yeah, but what are you actually doing with your money? So all of this can have bad consequences. That's the, the sad thing. So imagine the guy, he's always at work. He works, 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 works. He takes work home. He even goes in at the weekend and he knows that there's something a little funny with his wife um, and he knows that he needs to talk about it, but he's too busy. He's too busy making money for the family. 
So one day he returns home and guess what? The wife and the family have gone because you have to make time for the things that are important and pretending that you're too busy to do it is just you avoiding it. We're really, really good about avoiding what is important. Um, deep down, everybody, as Maria knows, knows that you have to do it. And when you mention it to people, um, and uh, Maria and I had a little chat about this yesterday, when you mention to people, well, I thought you were going to do something about exercise every day, they get defensive, right? Yeah, but I take boxes up and down the, the stairs every day. And, and so it's, it's, you know, we all do it. I know that I do it too. Um, so why, why are we like this? Uh, can you cure it? Yes, you can. And you can cure it with a little bit of greed. But I'm not going to talk too much about how you stop your laziness. Mary Pierre's going to do that. But remember when you were growing up, greed was seen as a bad thing. Like you weren't allowed to want new things. I'm sure a lot of you will recognize these phrases. We haven't got enough money. Money doesn't grow on trees. Um, do you think we're made of money? All these sort of phrases that our parents used to throw out to us. But it wasn't just the words they threw out. It was the guilt that went with it. Sort of behind the, do you think money grows on trees, was the message, are you so greedy that you're not satisfied with what you have? And so that guilt is, is passed on to us down through the ages. And it's only when we sort of try to ignore some of that, that we're able to actually do the things that we want to do. Um, the other thing parents do is that they throw guilt onto their children in a different way by saying things like, I'm working my life away to buy this for you. I'm buying this for you because I never had those advantages when I was a kid, right? So the messages you get all the time from your parents, from your lives, is that to want more is greedy. People are in debt and without money for retirement because of laziness. They're lazy to learn about money. It is much too easy to spend money rather than save it. That actually takes some work. And worse, we're actually encouraged to spend money we don't have. It's almost as though banks and governments knows that people love spending money. So let's encourage them to spend it, even if they don't have it. The words, I can't afford it, are words that were not allowed in Rich Dad's house. And yet these are the words that are uttered in most houses every day. He believed that I can't afford it shuts down the brain. And instead of saying, I can't afford it, we need to be saying, how can I afford it? The human spirit is very powerful. It knows that it can actually do anything. I can't afford it makes it mad and it makes the lazy in you defensive. There's always a counter argument. 
So maybe you've decided to take your health in hand and and do some exercise. So you say, "Come on, let's go to the gym. We're going to work on our health." And it becomes, "Oh, but I'm tired. I've worked really hard today." Or the expression that I hear a lot from people, which I, I just hate it. But the expression is, "I deserve to rest." I deserve a holiday. I, who have been working so hard, I deserve these things in my life. My brother is an absolute "I deserve" person, and he would rather put himself into debt than to actually look at what he's doing and say, "You know, I really, I made a bit of extra money." I don't want to spend it straight away. I need to learn how to invest it so that going on holidays doesn't become a justification. They have time to go on holidays, but they don't have time to learn how to become rich. In fact, they deliberately do not do this because rich people are greedy. Like you don't want to be a greedy person. So it's sort of like everything works against you. If you allow it to, saying the words "How can I afford it?" brings a lot more action. It gets the mind thinking in the right direction, and to people and people need to be receptive to the message because it has the possibility of changing their world. Too many people in the world feel guilty about wanting more. And they have been conditioned to not want more since childhood. Robert explains that he started to think about how can I afford never to work again. Like, take a moment, think about those words. How can I afford never to work again? That doesn't mean he's not saying how can I afford not to work again. Because he clearly keeps working, but how can I afford never to work? In that I don't have any pressure to work. I can work if I want to. What a great position that would be! So that it's not I have to go to work to make money, but I can go to work to have a good time because I have money and I don't have to do it. How do you beat the laziness? And the answer is with a little greed. What would I do if I had all the money I needed? That's another question that you need to ask yourself because you need to think about that. If I had all the money I needed, what would I do? You're much more likely to put into action things that will make you. Now, I have a situation at the moment. We're going to Australia this、uh, Christmas. We need a lot of money, so I. I know. I mean, we have money set aside for it, but we need Melanie, more. Melanie, so、yeah. hang on a second. Hang on, I'm going to open here. Let them know how much money, so they understand. <laughs> no, because they don't. Under, people don't realize. I want them to realize the privilege of the choices you are allowed to have because of money. Yeah. So、um, we've we've rented、um, a place for eight weeks. The total cost is twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars just for the rental. Then we have to get the tickets, the airline tickets. 
Um, this time of year is the most expensive time of year to travel to Australia. And we are taking any of the children that want to come. We're going to have to have another $15,000 just to cover the airline tickets. And I got mine covered mostly by my WOW program. How did I get my WOW program? I worked hard. I worked hard to earn the money. So how now am I working? How now am I going to get the money for my trip to Australia? Well, I've got to increase the amount of work I'm doing to increase the amount of income that's coming into my business. Not only do I have to work myself, but I have to encourage my team to work. I have to work with my team because it's only by putting in extra that the total cost of the Australia is going to be covered. So we do things because we want to do them, but we can't do things without thinking of the cost of them and without putting in the effort to make it affordable. It would not be affordable for most to have families to go to Australia for eight weeks and take any of the family with them that they wanted to go. So I, um, I know that we are making it happen. It is how can we make it happen? Not, I don't think I can ever do it. So we all want something better. We go to school to learn new things. We have, we have new inventions all the time to make things better. So when you are, whenever you are avoiding doing something, ask yourself, what's in it for me? What is going to make a difference to me? Be a little greedy. And just to finish uh, off today, Michael Douglas said in the movie Wall Street, greed is good. Rich Dad said, guilt is worse than greed because it robs the body of its soul. But probably the best quotation that he gave us was from Eleanor Roosevelt, who said, do what you feel in your heart is right, for you'll be criticized. You'll be damned if you do and damned if you don't. So on that note, I'll pass over to Mary Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, now that we really understand what he called being lazy, so how can we overcome laziness? Because yes, it will take work to stop being lazy. Because everything in personal development will take effort and dedication. So there's 10 tips to help you to step, uh, stop being lazy. So number one, it acknowledge why you've been avoiding to accomplish a task. So when we procrastinate, we're avoiding the unpleasant feeling that accompany the task at hand. So when we try to get rid of the negative feeling by say scrolling on social media, it's only a temporary fix. So by facing your emotion, you can begin to manage them. So what is the five main cause of laziness that you want to avoid? Number one is the fear of failure. So no, you're not lazy, you're scared. So procrastination is rooted in fear of failure, fear of success or of not being perfect. And fear is a powerful emotion. We feel anxiety when we're pushed to do things that make us uncomfortable. So naturally, we avoid them at all costs. Number two is the lack of immediate reward. So it can be hard to feel motivated to work on a long-term goal when it's difficult to see the short-term payoff. 
Number three, it's low energy level. So some people will struggle with low energy level, which can hamper their drive to get an important task done. So getting the right number of hours sleep is vital to having enough energy to stay motivated. Number four, it's too many distractions. So you may feel less inclined to put effort into things when faced with distraction. From scrolling on social media to watching television, distraction makes it easier to avoid work and self-discipline. And number five, it's too much work. So people who have a lot of work to do may feel overwhelmed by the sheer number of uh, or the size of their tasks, resulting in the complete avoidance of work. So now you know number one uh, tips that you can do is to acknowledge why you've been avoiding to accomplish a task. Number two is to set manageable goals. So before you can overcome laziness, you first need to identify what kind of work you need to accomplish. So identify a few major realistic goals in your life, both long and short term, and the path towards achieving each one. So break each goal into smaller tasks to see the step or skills each one will require. Number three is to create a detailed plan. So once you identify your goal, make a specific plan of action to achieve each one. The key to a successful plan is knowing and planning around your habits and your preferred uh, daily routine. So that way you can leverage your strength and plan around your weaknesses. So for example, if your long-term goal is to write a novel, but you know that you struggle to write at night without feeling tired, so make a goal to write in the morning or afternoon rather than at night. So take advantage of the time, of the time when you have more energy. Number four is to channel positive energy. So focus on positivity and wellness and take time to identify and celebrate your accomplishment and milestone. So avoid negative self-talk, which can slow your momentum. Number five, it's to take short breaks. So only focusing on work can quickly lead to burnout and laziness. So plan quick pause like a 10-minute break to recharge your energy during your designated work time. Number six is forgive yourself for your mistake. So it's common for people to get off track or fall short. If this happened to you, practice forgiveness and focus on moving forward rather than dwelling on your shortcoming. So per perfectionism or spending too much time feeling upset about missing the small thing can make you risk losing momentum altogether. And they found in a study that the people prone to procrastination are overall less compassionate toward themselves and the students who report forgiving themselves for pro procrastinating on studying for a first exam ended up procrastinating less for a second exam. So learn to forgive yourself. Number seven is course correct. So if you find yourself consistently struggling to stay on track, pause and identify the source of the distraction or feeling of burnout. So look for ways to make less desi desirable tasks more fun or see if you can break a daunting task into small steps. Number eight, it's get a buddy. So I, it's really funny this morning, Maria tried to find a, a buddy to <laughs> do her exercise. She, she's still looking for someone. <laughs> she asked to Sylvain, oh, do you go to the gym? He said, oh, I have a subscription at the gym. 
<laughs> so there's a difference. So get a buddy. And if you feel a lack of motivation, just to have someone else to be your accountability partner where you're both checking regularly to hear about each other's progress. So it helps a lot to being accountable to someone else and it will increase the stake leader uh, procrastination and help you feel more motivated to work harder. Number nine, it's just get started. So most of us uh, mistakenly believe that our emotional state has to match the task at hand. But the truth is that you will really feel like it or, and, and it doesn't matter. So they recommend ignoring how you feel and focusing instead on what the next action should be. So rather than telling yourself, just do it, it can be overwhelming, just say, get started. So even completing a relatively small action will help you make progress and feel better about the task. So this increase your self-esteem, which in turn will reduce the desire to procrastinate to make yourself feel better and uh, this simple swap shift your intention from your emotion to action so you can finally finish what you started. And number 10 is, of course, uh, reward your success. So when you achieve a major goal, make sure you celebrate it, uh, you earned it. So you can then use a positive, that positive energy and self-esteem boost uh, to propel you into setting your next goal. So I hope with those 10 steps, uh, 10 tips you can use, it can, it can really help you be, stop being lazy when you don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Marie-Pierre. And I love that you covered, you know, confidence, self-esteem, because without talking to each other, I said, okay, how do I want to close this? Yes, the answer is a little great. I agree, Melanie, absolutely with Robert. Whenever you find yourself avoiding something you know you should be doing, ask yourself, W-I-F-M. I, I used to train on this like 20 years ago. I said, put your radio station to W-I-F-M. What's in it for me? Have no clue how I'm going to say this in, in, in French, by the way. Again, I'll be saying it in English, right? W-I-F-M. What's in it for me? But, but remember this, it's not enough. For me, Maria, laziness may also reflect a lack of self-esteem. Okay. So self-esteem is, has nothing to do with confidence. You can have very confident people with low self-esteem. So when I look at my children, Nadia has extremely high confidence. She can walk in any room with thousands of people and she will absolutely uh, radiate when she walks in that room. But she has very low self-esteem. God knows why. I have no clue. Self-esteem is truly personal. You can only help yourself with that. Uh, or sometimes it could be a lack of positive recognition by others. Okay. So what working a lot, being part of a lot of volunteering is in other words, you're just seeking recognition. Okay. Or another one is lack of discipline, right? But lack of dif discipline usually stems up from low self-confidence. Okay. Now, uh, low self-confidence, I'll give you an example here. Um, Yasmin, very high, high, high self-esteem. Okay. But very low self-confidence. Actually, not anymore. Since she's been practicing law and ha has presented herself already in court, what I've realized with her is her self-confidence has very much increased. So you, you stop yourself from speaking 
which is low self-confidence or, or giving your ideas. So lack of discipline often stems up by, by low self-confidence. You don't think you're as smart as the other people. It has nothing to do with self-esteem. They're two different subjects here, okay? Uh, or a belief in its efficiency, which means what is my why? So I'm selling Tupperware and I'm not doing what I should be doing. And I know I'm talking to a lot of Tupperwareers out there. I just turned it into a verb, right? Uh, and you know what you need to be doing, but you're not doing it. It's because maybe, maybe, just maybe, you don't, you don't get the why we do what we do. Otherwise, if you don't get the why, you're going to feel the product is too expensive. You're going to feel that it's not really true. Uh, you know, I really believe you have to unpack all your fruits and vegetables to put it in plastic containers. You see, if until the why is not clear, you can't be convincing. Anyways, whatever it is, I don't know what it is. Uh, you have to understand this one point at the end of the day. Do not mistake an action for accomplishment. So I have a lot of people doing lives on their personal profile. I have a lot of people doing lives on the pro page. Yes, they're in action, but they're not accomplishing anything or very much because they're failing to put goalposts on their game. So again, if we come back to the podcast of Wednesday, you know, here you are running up and down that field. You're a soccer player. You're truly in action. And you're doing a lot all day long, but you haven't hit one goal because you haven't put goal posts on the field. So I, what I want you to walk away from this podcast today is don't mistake an action for accomplishment. I'm very good. I'm very good at being in action, but do not mistake it for accomplishment. Many years I've worked very, very, very hard. Nowhere even near to where I am today in accomplishment. The day I started being very clear of my, my healthy weight factor I wanted to maintain, about the money I wanted to accumulate, what my wealth would look like. These are all different goalposts. What I saw my family being at when they were all in their 20s. And I also have this vision, my goalposts, what I, I see them being as a family, Hamid, Nagy, Yasmin, in their 40s. But in the 40s, my goalpost is they all have children. And they're all in my house the weekend and my house is set up to receive. Okay. A goalpost for my personal self-development, a goalpost when I go live on my personal profile or role, there's no way in heck that I'm not going to aim a hundred comments and a hundred shares. And I won't accept less than that. So maybe I only got 25 comments, but you know what? I'm going to be upset with myself. It's the way I am. My mother used to say, always oh, show me somebody who loses with a smile and I'll show you somebody that will lose all the time. I is, I am so audaciously, audaciously ambition, ambitious that I'm going to say at a hundred comments, I'm going to draw this. Okay. We didn't get a hundred comments. I'll look back at the live. If we get the hundred comments in the next seven days, like, like put that goalpost of hundred shares, a hundred, uh, comments on a personal life. How about going and do a party on your VIP? Don't go hold a party with three, without three major goalposts. The number one, having 1000 people invited to your VIP. The second goal has to be selling three membership at the $179 kit, which is a 75% discount. And my third goalpost has to be selling 1250. 
And then, you know, I would compensate the, you know, Marie-Pierre, you talk about celebration. I would celebrate with, with drawing out my 350% at 1,250. You understand me, guys? Okay. So I always tell you, make a sale, keep 25, reinvest the rest. And I, definitely, I would have let them know I would draw out the salad spinner or whatever you choose. Goalposts, know where the goalposts are and play to win. Don't play to stay in action. Don't play so your husband says, oh, I think you're you're doing too much. Don't play so your team says, oh my God, Monique, you're working so hard. You see, this now is what we call, um, uh, the word I'm looking for here is, uh, in French, I'll have it. You're looking, la miséricorde. You're looking for people to say, poor you, you do a lot. Okay, be very careful what you're seeking. Be very careful what you're seeking. The single most powerful asset you and I have is our mind. Use it to achieve a goal. <laughs> okay, so let's be a little bit lazier, which means do less, hire more people to do the irrelevant, and make sure you're hitting your goalpost every single day. What do you think, guys? All right. I thank you for joining us and I can't wait for next Thursday and Friday. I am so excited with this chapter. It's just unbelievable. For my angles, see you tonight. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you.